are Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Friday, November 6, 2020. I am your host, Jack Bushman. Check me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you can also follow my Strictly Blackhawks account. That can be found at Talkin' Hockey. If you like what you're hearing today, be sure to subscribe to the podcast for free wherever you may listen to your podcast, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. You'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as soon as it comes out each day, so please be sure to go do that. Also, please go follow our Twitter page, which can be found at capital L, capital O, underscore Blackhawks, with some really good stuff being posted there every day as well. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, as always, thank you for tuning into the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. No real breaking news still since Wednesday's episode, but that's kind of to be expected at this point of the year where... We're now well into off-season mode, so unfortunately, no shocking news or anything heading into the weekend, but we did hear a little bit about a couple of Blackhawks prospects who are making some waves overseas right now. To start us off, Tim Soderland. He was a fourth-round pick of the Blackhawks back in 2017. He split last season. Uh, It was his first in North America between the Rockford Icehogs and the Indy Fuel, which is the Blackhawks' ECHL affiliate. Soderlund, now he's off to a a pretty good start. He's been loaned to Almtuna IS in Sweden's second division, and so far, he has four goals and three assists through the first 12 games of the season. And on Wednesday night, he had a three-point game for Almtuna in their 6-3 win. Soderlund had two goals, and he also added a secondary assist. And as I just said, that puts him at seven points through the opening 12 games of the season for Almtuna. Uh, Omtuna, excuse me. Um, So a good start for Soderlund. As I said, he's currently under loan with them until uh, the NHL kind of figures out what they're going to do with the regular season, what they're going to do with training camp and stuff like that. There's still a ton of details to be ironed out. So Soderlund is getting, uh, while that's going on, Soderlund is getting some good experience over in Sweden's second division, which is right below the SHL. He's played in the SHL also in the past, uh, both those leagues, the uh, hockey's uh, the second division over in Sweden and the SHL, both the Blackhawks are quite familiar with. Um, and for Soderlund, uh, I'm not sure, Look, taking a look at his stats and everything, I'm not sure he's a guy that's ever going to pan out as an NHLer for the Hawks, but he still is a depth player down in Rockford that's only 22 years old and you know, uh, when they drafted him in the fourth round, they don't want to waste a pick on him, so I'm sure the Hawks would like to develop Soderlund's game a little bit further down in Rockford and he has some good pieces he's a really good skater he's great with the puck on his stick but the downside is he's only about five foot nine 165 pounds so needs to be putting on some weight and getting stronger on his skates as well if he ever hopes of making it to the show in North America but as I said he, he does have some of the tools to be a dangerous offensive player potentially down the road he didn't show it much in Rockford last year as he only had one goal and two assists for a whopping three points in 29 games of work. So not a great first year in the AHL, but as a fourth round pick, I don't think anyone expected this to be a, an easy journey for Soderlin. So he's going to continue to work over with Omtuna for the next month or so until the NHL 
figures it out and to, uh, in an attempt to try and get better to make a larger impact for the Rockford Ice Hogs next season. On top of Soderlin's big game on Wednesday, Blackhawks defenseman prospect Jakob Galvis, who was the Hawks' fifth-round pick in that same draft as Soderlin, the 2017 NHL draft, Galvis, he scored a, a pretty sweet goal for the Czech Republic in their 3-1 win over Sweden in the uh, Kerala Cup on Wednesday. That's a big tournament that gets held in Finland with four teams usually, the Czech Republic, Finland, Sweden, and Russia. So the Czech, they played the Swedes on Wednesday, and as I said, Galvis, he scored a nice goal. He jumped into the play in the offensive zone and roofed a shot past the goaltender's glove, high glove side, and Galvis, he's someone I actually have gotten to watch up close and personal a little bit. I saw him at Blackhawks 2019 Prospect Development Camp, unfortunately, because of COVID-19, that turn or that uh that camp was canceled this summer. But I did see Galvis in 2019, and he's a swift skater and also has some off uh, offensive upside to his game. He also is a little bit smaller, like Soderlund. Galvis is only five foot eleven, about 165 pounds as well. So that offensive side of his game is usually where he thrives. He's he's not a bad defender because he's got a uh, really good skating ability. He's also not afraid of going into the corners. That just isn't exactly his bread and butter. Right now, Galvis, he's currently, when he's not playing uh, for the Czech Republic in the Kerala Cup, he is right now in his second season for Jokerit in Finland's Liga. That's the top league over in Finland. And in 10 games so far, Galvis has two goals and two assists for four points. So also not a bad start for him, uh, especially after having just two goals in 43 games all of last season. He has that many in just 10 contests this year. And also, another interesting thing about Galvis is the Blackhawks, they'll need to make a decision on his rights by next summer, whether or not they want to keep him or let his rights expire with the club. There's still plenty of time before that decision needs to be made, but this is still a big kind of prove-it year for Galvis with Jokerit. And so far... He's off to a solid start, and he'll likely have to keep that up if he wants to remain in the Blackhawks organization going forward. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that takes care of the latest news from a couple of Blackhawks prospects overseas. Coming up in just a minute, I am going to talk about an interesting interview that Patrick Kane did with the Blackhawks media recently. But first, I need to talk to you all about Built Go, the protein and energy gel your body needs on the go. Built Go comes in a squeezable plastic container, which makes it super easy to eat on the go before a workout, for your breakfast before a long day at work, and also just as a tasty snack around the house. Everyone has that wall they need to break through every day to get their body going, whether it be physically or mentally, and Built Go is the perfect protein and energy source to get you ready for whatever your day is going to throw at you. Right now, Built Go is offering 20% off, but only to lockdown listeners. So be sure to go to BuiltBar.com right now, click on the Built Go section at the top, and use our promo code LOCKED in all caps to get 20% off your first Built Go order. Lockdown Blackhawks Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. 
your team every day. Thanks for listening today. I am your host, Jack Bushman. Be sure to check out my personal Twitter page, at JackBushman2, and my Blackhawks Twitter page, at TalkinHockey, for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. Also, be sure to subscribe and to follow Locked On Blackhawks for free, wherever you may listen to your podcast, and also on Twitter, to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out every day. All right, so we just finished up discussing some news on Tim Soderland and Jakob Galvis. A couple of later round picks by the Blackhawks from a couple of years ago. Now I wanted to get into Patrick Kane and Daryl Belfry's interview with The Athletic earlier this week. And it's kind of interesting. For those of you who don't know Daryl Belfry, he's a development coach that has done a lot with a ton of young prospects the past decade, decade and a half or so. And uh, recently, he actually came out with a book called Belfry Hockey, and that was edited by the Athletics' Scott Powers, who, of course, covers the Blackhawks for the Athletics. So, Belfry and Powers, they have a bit of a connection there. And Belfry, he actually was Patrick Kane's development coach when he was younger. And still to this day, Belfry does a bunch of stuff with Kaner to help out his game and whatnot, so... It was a really cool sit-down interview with those three powers. He really just served as a moderator while Belfry and Kane kind of shared some memories from uh, Kaner's younger days and whatnot. Um, And honestly, I could dedicate pretty much an entire episode just to this conversation between Kaner and Belfry. Uh, I definitely recommend checking uh, that interview out. But what I really wanted to take from that convo and bring over here to you all is... Just some of Kaner's off-ice training and the stuff that he does throughout the course of a season to make sure his game is at the highest level each and every night. And one thing that was really cool is that Kane said that Belfry every, it used to be every five games, but the past couple of seasons they've um, limited down to every three games. So every three games, Belfry will send Kane about a 12 to 15 minute clip of some of his highlights from those three games. His sequence possessions, his puck touches, that kind of stuff. Belfry breaks all of that down for Kaner a little bit into these 12 to 15 minute clips that Kane can watch and see exactly what he needs to work on through, throughout you know an 82 game season. And I thought that was really neat. A guy uh, as good as Kaner, I'm sure you know he's watching a lot of film on his uh, on himself all the time, trying to get just better and better. But it's cool that his development coach from when he was, you know, 10, 11 years old, he's still sending Kane these clips so he can improve his game. It's, it's really awesome when you have uh, a coach that cares that much about his players. And you can just tell the relationship between those two is really tight-knit. And he and Kane really... Um, contributes Belfry to a lot of the success he's had in the past couple of seasons. And another cool story that Kane shared from a couple of years ago, he said that for whatever reason, I think this was uh, taking you all back, I think this was around 2012 or 2013, um, but for whatever reason, Kane, he was shooting everything high. He was trying to get too picky with his shots, trying to pick high glove, high uh, high blocker. He's just getting a little bit nitpicky, and he's trying to, you know, put the puck in a, in a real tight area. And then Belfry, after watching Kaner kind of struggle in doing so, 
He messaged him and he told Kane, I want you to shoot blocker low on your first shot next game. And Kane said that, no joke, he comes out against the New York Islanders and it was actually the night where Kaner recorded his 800th career point. He had a three-point contest that night, not a big deal. Um, but it was like a minute into the game, he said, and he's skating down the uh, the right boards and he, he, has the, he has the puck on his stick and he just wrists a shot low blocker. It's not a blistering wrister or anything. It's, it's just a, a normal wrist shot about a foot off the ice, and it sneaks past the goaltender and finds Twine. And it's just those little things you get from, you know, a, a guy who knows Kaner's game so well and cares so much about how well he's performing. Um, it's so awesome to hear that th- those little things, they really do have that much of an impact, even on some of the best players in the entire world. It even has an impact on their game still. And since then, I don't know if you all have noticed, but Kane, he scores a lot of goals by shooting low blocker on a left-handed catching goalie. And actually, this also brings me to another kind of cool story. Um, Not too long ago, probably uh, a couple months ago, I was listening to the Spittin' Chicklets podcast and they had they had Buffalo Sabres superstar Jack Eichel as their host on the show. And one of the things they asked him was how all of a sudden he's scoring so many more goals than he was in his first few seasons in the league. And one thing Eichel said was that during the All-Star game or something like that, whether they were playing each other, it might have been when Kaner and the Blackhawks were in Buffalo, maybe Kaner and Eichel got together. I don't know. They, they were doing something together. And Eichel said that Kane told him that shooting low is a good way to start scoring more goals. So just kind of awesome to hear that Kaner got that info from Daryl Belfry, and then he kind of relayed the good word on to Jack Eichel, and it's helped both of them tremendously. They're both elite goal scorers in the NHL, so that was also a really cool point that I wanted to bring up, not only just because Kaner brought up that pretty cool story about how literally the first shot he has shooting blocker low after Belfry tells him he scores a goal, but also just how Kaner's kind of passed that knowledge on to other young players, and obviously it's helped them tremendously. Jack Eichel's rapidly scored more goals than he has in his uh, rookie and sophomore years in the NHL. I mean, that's kind of going to be expected when you have a 19-year-old coming into the league. He's probably going to progress very well in his fourth and fifth seasons. Um, But just just a really cool story there about how the little things can really make a difference in your game. All right, Blackhawks fans, coming up in just a minute, I am going to continue to talk about the athletics interview with Daryl Belfry and Patrick Kane. But first, I need to talk to you all about Built Bar, which is the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Built Bar has a ton of awesome flavors like salted caramel, peanut butter brownie, German chocolate cake, and they also have six new flavors, which are caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp, all of which, much like the other 12 flavors, are covered in 100% real chocolate and are soft, easy to chew, and great for the keto diet. Not only are all the bars low calorie and low sugar, but they are also a tremendous source for protein and fiber. So make sure to go to BuiltBar.com right now and use the promo code LOCKEDON in all caps to get $10 off of your first order. One more time, be sure to check out BuiltBar.com today for a delicious and healthy snack option and use our promo code LOCKEDON in all caps 
and you'll get $10 off of your first Built Bar order. This is the Locked On Blackhawks podcast. As always, I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can reach me on Twitter at JackBushman2 or at Talk at Hockey. Or you can also always email the Locked On Blackhawks email, which is LockedOnBlackhawks at gmail.com for any questions you have about the show, the Blackhawks, or anything that has to do with their draft picks or their moves during the free agency period. Okay, to continue talking about Daryl Belfry and Patrick Kane's interview with The Athletic earlier this week, the last little tidbit from this interview that I found really interesting because it relates to the Blackhawks and their style of play so much is that in 2012-2013, about the same time where Kaner was having those problems where he was trying to nitpick his shot, trying to shoot everything high, Daryl Belfry found out that when Kane was touching the puck 40 or more times a game, there was like, he said the percentage was above 80% that he would record a multi-point game that night. So the first thing that came to his mind was, holy crap, these numbers are insane. How can we, how can we make sure that Kaner gets the puck at least 40 times a game? And also, What's really cool about Belfry is he did a really deep dive into Kane's game and his adva- uh, his advanced t- statistics and whatever. And Belfry, he found out also that Kane does really well when the defensemen are doing a good job of giving him the puck with speed up the ice. So Belfry thought to himself, not only how the hell do we make sure we get Kane the puck 40 times a game, but also how can they make sure that the defensemen are giving Kane the puck enough efficiently. Well, this is going to make a lot of sense to you Hawks fans that watch the team a lot. But the one thing that Kane did in his younger days with Belfry to get some more space with the puck on his stick is that he would kind of trail back in the defensive zone in transition like a center would rather than stretching the play up the boards normally like a winger. And hence the drop pass to Patrick Kane became a thing. And that's something the Blackhawks do a ton to try and get the puck on Kane or stick with speed as much as possible. That's always kind of been a a thing that teams do on the power play, but the Hawks themselves, they do it a lot at even strength as well. And they do that because they realize that the more touches that Kane gets, the more likely the team is to have success. And one thing Kaner did add is that Teams now are way better at recognizing when this is happening on the ice. Kane said that when he's circling back for a drop pass and not not stretching the play up the boards like a winger, a lot of the time the opposing bench is yelling out his name. They're yelling, Kane, Kane, Kane. So the players on the ice are aware that that's happening. And if you're like me, <laughs> then you're probably frustrated that the Hawks have stuck with this even that even um, even since teams have kind of found out how to defend it. Um, But I just wanted to put that info out there to all you Hawks fans so you at least know why the Hawks in the past have kept going to that and 
why they likely in the future will keep continuing to go with the drop pass to Patrick Kane, both at even strength and on the power play. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that will wrap up Friday, November 6th episode of Locked On Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show, and be sure to subscribe and to follow the Locked On Blackhawks podcast for free right now on your favorite podcast app, and you'll get the latest episode as soon as it comes out every day. And after the show, ask your smart device to play the Locked On NHL podcast for all the latest news from all 31 teams from around the league. Thank you again for tuning into today's episode. I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can catch me on Twitter at my personal account, at JackBushman2, or my Blackhawks account, at Talkin' Hockey, for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. Don't forget that the next episode of Lockdown Blackhawks will be Mailbag Monday, where I answer a question from a couple of listeners right here on the podcast. So for any questions at all regarding anything related to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, you can always email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com, hit me on one of my two Twitter accounts, or call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until Monday's episode, everyone, enjoy your weekend responsibly, and thanks again for listening to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.